1236 on Tuesday, August the 6th. We are happy you've decided to start your morning here with us on the Morning Reboot. It's Eric and Floyd. We've got a lot going on on today's show, a little bit after 6 a.m., so not that far off. We are starting a little earlier these days. Um, Is it too late to change careers? More details with that shortly after 6 o'clock. That's something that I uh, I thought a lot about over the last two years and 40 days or so. Uh, we'll get to that right after 6 o'clock. Jeffy McGee is going to join us earlier than usual today. We're going to give Jeff a run in the 7 o'clock hour. If you hear us on Tuesdays, usually Jeff has been with us after 8 o'clock. We'll still do, this, still do the same things with Jeep Fest coming up this week. There are movies with Jeeps to play with the trailer game and Jeff's What to Watch as well. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, also Jeep-themed after 8 o'clock to win some prizes. And then finally, uh, the panel full of ladies a bit after 8.30 this morning, moving some of our call-in features so you have the opportunity to be a part of the show and we have to do less work. The number to call or text anytime, 419-240-1055. Hopefully, if you get away from the show, You can track down the podcast. It's free. It's commercial-free and song-free. I'd say a little over 90 minutes of total content. No songs, no commercials, all there. You just have to wait until that day's show is done. So we'll uh, we'll get you that before 10 o'clock this morning to get it right now, to get the link. And hopefully you'll get subscribed. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. 538, good morning. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Frazzled Froey Floyd. Hi. Are you okay, buddy? No. What's wrong? I went to bed at 7 o'clock last night. How come? I I don't know. Like, I literally laid down and I had three meetings, didn't go to. I fell asleep at 7. Is the Equality Toledo meeting tonight? Yes. You have a lot to talk about. Do I? Yes. I've spoken to a certain person on the committee. Oh, okay. He knows to to come find you. Okay. <laughs> I just went no. To I just fell asleep at seven o'clock last night. It's and fine. I, Are you too? T- uh, did oh, you sleep yeah, too much? I am. I did. I am. And I quote, "I am a frazzled." What did I say? I say I am dragging. You know what? Today, I'm here though. I'm good. I'll wake up. I woke up at two thirty. I was like, okay, go back to sleep. When I went off at four thirty, I was like, okay, we up. But yeah, I'm good. I wish I could be one of these people who only needed six hours or five hours of sleep. That's normally me, but I guess yesterday my body was like, hey, you know those years before? Do it today. Today's your day. You never catch up on sleep, but you can think you can catch up on sleep. I guess yesterday was that day. Like, I didn't eat dinner. I haven't eaten anything today. I am a hungry mess. I literally got up to pee. That was it. I, I missed it. I missed it. Text from Stefan, Elijah, Dom, Bridge. I was like, George. I was like, oh, all these people I was supposed to be. I'm so sorry. I was dead to the world. My mom. She's like, are you okay? Where are you at? She was worried. She was. Like, I texted her when I got up at 2.30. I said, ooh, I've been asleep since the last time I texted you. So yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm Still shaking. Good. Get some coffee. You got we got plenty of K cups. I got I got my little Coke Zero here. We good. We good. Um, it happens. No, you're fine. I woke up because I had my um my little playlist on. The first song that played was Seven Rings. I was like, oh, it's gonna be a good day. You know, it's my favorite song right now. So, Still? oh, also we have to fight. Ed Sheeran, Castle in the Sky. 
Castle on the Hill. Castle, exactly. I didn't even know the words. I ain't never heard that song before. Stop. <laughs> Another thing I woke up to. Twitter and text messages of people saying, how do you not know that song? Right. I was like, I don't know that song. Floyd is, and, and I have I have a story that I'd like to share. Um, we'll do it before 6 o'clock. Uh, let me give you yesterday's Monday's Manic Music Mix. It went like this. No Got all of them except the first one. I have never heard that first song. So working backwards, Katy Perry never, never really over. Senorita, um, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, and then what was the middle one again? Boom clap. Boom clap. Charlie mm-hmm. XCX. Number two. It took a minute to get, but Bad at Love, Halsey, and Castle on the Hill. Yeah. Was it a hit? No. All right. So let me explain what happened here. Okay, please. When that's the Divide album or the Ten album. I only know that oh. one has a green X on it. X uh, with a green thing. Okay, the, the, so Ed, Sheer, the Ed Sheeran album that came came out, uh, I think it's Multiply, actually. I think that's... Yeah. But the Roman numeral for X is 10. I know, but I think he was doing the, the signs, not the numbers. But anyway. Uh, whatever. Two, <laughs> two years ago? No, maybe three years ago now, when Shape of You came out, mm-hmm. uh, that, was, that was the first single. And then simultaneous to him releasing that here... He released Castle on the Hill as a UK single. Um, and Shape of You was so big at the time. It, it's arguably, it might be, and I, I'd have to look up some numbers, it might be the biggest song of this decade mm-hmm. in a couple of ways, not in an Old Town Road kind of way, right. but just as longevity and, and just... Uh, so mass- was it released here? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was the second single here. After uh, after Shape of You, but in the shadow of Shape of You, nothing. I mean, it was a <laughs> legitimately big song, mm-hmm. but in the shadow of Shape of You, it was just never going to compare to anything. I so can't it's not be- my fault. I didn't know it. Oh, it's I was total- too busy humming Shape of You. It's totally your fault. No, you 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 will not argue with me on this Tuesday. And what? Didn't Gay History Pride Month week? Toledo Pride Month. Didn't you say that it you woke? It is whatever I want it to be. Didn't you wake up to people saying, "How did you not know it?" I did. I got. I got. I got attacked. And I didn't like it at first because it was too. It. I'm not a U2 when fan. I like I respect older, the U2 longevity and greatness, but I'm not a fan. Mm-mm. It's very U2 Coldplay-ish. Is that what this is right now? I yeah. Is this a song? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard this song ever. So he followed up this with Shape of You? No, Shape of You was first. No, no, but he followed it up with this song. Yes. Mm, what was he thinking? This should have been the first one that Shape of You should have came. He wanted something, I guess he wanted something different than Shape of You, which is a total straight ahead pop song. This is when a high five people in smoke pot. It's one of those feelings. And go surfing. I didn't like this. <laughs> I didn't like this song at first because of Shape of You. And then it grew, grew on me. Sounds like a cool place though. I hear the uh, the U2 guitar, like beautiful. The ant, whatever his name is, that his name. I think you're thinking of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now it sounds like a Shawn Mendes song. Definitely an Ed, Ed Sheeran song. Okay. I mean, he's talented. More power to you, boo. All right. Um, I have a very sad story to get to uh, after uh, Niall on Q105. Let's get you a K-Cup. No, I'm good. Okay. Text the show this morning, 419-240-1055. Good morning. Good morning, Reboot on Q105. It's good to have you with us, Eric and Flood. You can text the show. We just have to remember to open up the screen. I did this time. Good. 
419-240-1055. You can text the show anytime. Uh, we might not reply to you depending on when we see it and what it's in relation to, but we definitely see your messages. So thanks for sending them. Uh, fly away to anywhere you want beginning Monday. We'll get you qualified three times each day thanks to American Airlines and Toledo Express Airport uh, and more. Genoa Bank will hook you up with a $500 gift card here on Q105 starting Monday. And don't feel guilty if we don't reply to you right away. I don't even reply to my mom right away. Okay. So it feels like. So think of it as you're part of the family. <laughs> and I, I saw. I saw one. I don't. I don't think to open it as much anymore because when we made this change, we now have to go. We now have to open the browser on our phones mm-hmm. as opposed to having the app, which was really helpful before. And there is an app for it, but you can't sync together. Like they have two separate things. It's bizarre. I'll explain it off okay. here. But like it was, I tried to sync them and I was like, oh, so like the username is totally different than it's bizarre. There's yeah. times I want to reply to somebody, but I, I don't want to feel like I'm being invasive. Like somebody said something about me saying something about a show last week. And two days later, I don't want to like pop into your messages and have you go like, who the hell is this? I'm, right, right, so right, right, right. I just let it alone. But we do see them. Thank you very much. All right. It's Q105, the morning reboot. Uh, yesterday, I went over and made a new friend at Lucas County Canine Care and Control. <gasps> I saw him. Grady. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he is a black pit mix and I'm going to guess his favorite thing to do is lay on a couch because we walked yesterday. We walked all around downtown. We went from <laughs> where where Lucas County is, where LC4 is, to about the Huntington Center to go see a friend. She wasn't available. Then we walked back. We stopped numerous times for water breaks, which he didn't take. But we got back and he was panting pretty heavily. What are their hours on Monday, may I ask? I think they open at 11. 11 to 7 almost every day. Something I'm like, I want to be a little bit more active, and I'm going to co- try to copy you. I don't work Mondays. I don't walk a dog and pretend I'm a dog daddy. See, but I have, like, separation things. Because what if I get attra- attached, attached to a dog? I have to give it back. It's tough. Oh. I didn't walk the white dog some people have seen me with. That's Franklin. Yeah, he's under the weather, right? He, uh, my friend Jody over there Sunday told me that he was under the weather and I guess he got into a little bit of a scuffle on Saturday oh, no. when Laura took him to uh, one of the adoption events that, that she was at. He uh, had some swollen lymph nodes around his neck mm-hmm. and uh, I got back from walking Grady yesterday. Grady was the black dog. Franklin was the white dog and nothing's for sure, but Jody said their vet looked at Franklin and said it's like 95% that, that he has lymphoma. I don't know what that means. That's cancer. I know, but like, oh, well, I know what that means, but like, I don't know how that translates to dog. He's going to die. Mm. Ow. Um, yeah, my, my stomach sank. So that 5% chance is, and sorry if I'm putting too much out there, I I, I don't, I think it's okay to do that. Um because I have a story to go with this and I don't want people to be put off from adopting dogs mm-hmm. from them even after what I'm about to tell you. So he's going to get some uh, some antibiotics from the vet and I guess there is a slim chance that the antibiotic, antibiotics will work mm-hmm. and this is some kind of infection and not the direst of situations right. and he'll be okay. So And sometimes this happens because they, people don't know where the dogs, uh, when they get dogs there, sometimes people have thrown their dogs that they wanted to get rid of over their fence there Instead of finding a more humane Are you way. kidding me? Yeah, people have done some pretty horrific things. And here's one horrific thing that I hope is not the case. 
No, I'm a big believer in in, in karma. Uh, so Franklin, I, I believe, is chipped, and they couldn't track down his owner. He was a, a stray, and that's how mm-hmm. they get a lot of their ducks. Sometimes people surrender them for, you know, they're moving. Yeah. They can't take for a variety of reasons. It happened. Like those things happen. Yeah, li- life gets in the way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have the animal bond uh, like I do or you do or others. Right. Whatever. I'm hoping that the reason they couldn't that the re- reason that they couldn't track down uh, Floyd or Franklin's owner is because he was being evasive because he he or she potentially knew what was wrong, and one of two things happened: um, they didn't care for the dog, knowing the dog was sick, uh, or or two. Um, letting letting Franklin or whatever his name was run away, mm-hmm. knowing he was sick and was going to die. Um, I I hope to God that didn't happen because you will have some some karma negative... works both way both ways. I mean, here's the other thing. Such a cute baby. The, and at first you 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 might be extremely reluctant to go adopt a dog from them. Or I have a friend recently. Um, her and her husband had a four-year-old shepherd dog mm-hmm. die on him. It had a genetic condition and it was a it was a bad, quick, sad death. Mm-hmm. And I kind of gave her some grief that she wasn't going to adopt another dog. They were going to get a, a dog from a breeder so that they knew the genetics were, mm-hmm. were okay. I understand that and having been what she went through, I completely yeah. understand it. Because when you adopt a dog you, and, and they tell you but you don't realize it until this becomes your best friend mm-hmm. that they don't know where this dog came from. And, uh, this dog could have been this could dog this dog this dog could have had a smoking habit and been doing heroin that's a joke i know but i'm just, i get it i just man. so five years ago in 2014 i had been kicking around the idea of getting a second dog i only had diddy at the time and i i got the approval from my um uh, my landlord at the time and i adopted this dog she was uh I th- oh god what was it uh she- oh is this the one that didn't last long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll put it that way. Sheetland Shephound something. She was a a great dog. Mm-hmm. One, her, she was a little standoffish. Wasn't real active or so with with Diddy or anything. But she was a sweetheart of a dog. I named her Isley. Aww. And after a couple of weeks, she had stopped eating. She had had a couple accidents in the house, but mm-hmm. nothing that I was really concerned with. She didn't chew anything up. Um. She was well behaved, but the, the not eating thing got got to me. It, it raised some eyebrows. It wasn't just her being nervous or not adjusting. So I had begun to take her to a, to a, a vet, and it turns out, long long medium story short, uh, she too had lymphoma, and they didn't mm. know until they conducted the necropsy, which is a, a dog autopsy, right. and it had spread throughout her entire body, and it was just an awful situation, so little did I know at the time, I had had her for 30 days, and what wound up happening was, I wound up giving her a, a comfortable last 30 Aww. days of life, but I didn't know that, and at the time, this is before I had a relationship with LC4, which is where I got her from, mm-hmm. um, I kind of stormed in there. And was like, you gave me a dog that died. And I didn't say it like that, but I was very upset. And, and I understood the circumstances right. that they, they don't know. They can't conduct any of those kinds of tests. Um, and the dog certainly can't tell them. They can only go by what they see. Um, but I think, so that's how, ironically enough, I became really close with Laura. Mm-hmm. So this dog passing away 
and me giving the, the life that I did for that last month led to a very good friendship and a relationship with Laura and Lucas County. Yeah. Um, I think their director at the time offered to refund my money, which was a kind gesture. And I'm sure if something like this happened to you, right. they would do the same thing. And hopefully you'll do what I did if you're able to. I was like, keep the money. I mean, they take it. help. That's one of those situations. Oh, I can't imagine. That's other, another reason that like I want a dog, but I'm like, I get emotionally attached. Especially, we all do. Tails. Well, like I'm just saying, like I haven't had a dog since I was a kid, but like I've been around friends' pets, and I'm just like, or Stefan's cat. They're like, I'm not a cat person. But I'm like, I love this darn cat, and I'm just like, when I leave, I'm like, oh, I miss you, Stefan, but I miss Zeus more. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just one of those situations. That I'm like, I can't wait to go back to obviously see my boyfriend but i'm just like oh where's zeus like every time i walk in he's like stefan's like hey and i'm like where's zeus so yeah but they steal our hearts <laughs> they truly do they I, really do i remember I, it's one of many things i'll remember in my life um one of the few with with animals so i was leaving uh the vet where she was put down i, I walked out quickly after i said goodbye to her i still have the video of her panting in the vet's office mm. before before they were going to put her down i remember walking out crying and calling my dad and what did my dad say he's like you know what what can i do for you i said i want my dog back. No, my dog yeah you got you do that you but what was it two years later yeah, I guess two years later laura had been on the lookout for me and she knew that i wanted a, a medium small to medium mm-hmm. dog and I remember I was at my chiropractor, and she was like, hey, I think I have a dog for you. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pop over. I didn't expect anything. Uh-huh. She had showed me some before, and I was like, not interested. I walk in there. She's sitting down on the floor in the office area there. I sit down next to her, and something, this this little beagle dachshund mix named <laughs> Bandit jumps in my lap. And I'm oh, like- Did you change his name? What's that? I was going to be asked, did you change his name? Yeah. Okay. And this little thing jumps in my lap, and I'm like, J.C., um, <laughs> hey Zeus, Christian, I'm gonna have a 20 pound dog. You are. I'm gonna be that guy. But it worked out for That's the best. Good. They choose you though. They really do. Like yeah. I, I always heard people say, they're like, you don't choose the pet. The pet chooses you. I'm just like, I guess until you get a pet, you don't understand that m- motto. But like, I get it. There's sometimes I'm like, oh, they're choosing me. But I'm like, oh, I gotta be a better person and walk away. Like people were were telling me like, oh, you should adopt Franklin, and he was a, a good boy, but. He didn't have that that chemistry. Ooh, I can't imagine you going through that with him again. Oh, look, it's our favorite song. We, lo- I, well, I love one. I love them both. I love one of them. You hate one of them. Five fifty-seven. <laughs> good morning. Q one hundred five. The morning reboot. Six twelve on the morning reboot. Q one hundred five. Glad everyone is safe here in Toledo this morning. <laughs> um, you since you went to bed early, you probably I did missed um. You need to hop on Twitter or at least Google feral hogs. Feral hogs was a thing last night on on Twitter. It was, it was. There's a lot of things on Twitter last night. Per- perhaps, perhaps <laughs> we can marry the feral hogs some way, and all the other carnage that's happening with the attack on Area, the impending um, <laughs> storming of Area 51. Maybe we can weave all this together, and you know, some good can come of it. Six thirteen. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd. There was something up on our Facebook page last night about. Is there a point in life where you just can't switch jobs? And, mm-hmm. and there's probably a lot of different answers to that. God knows it's something I considered about two <laughs> years ago, and I even do now. Um, I was like, I, I, <laughs> so you're not alone. I have far less responsibilities here on this show than I did on the old one, where people would ask, so when do you work? 
when I'm awake. Uh, <laughs> and now it's not that. I I do a lot more volunteer things. And if there if something else came along that I would enjoy and can fit it into my schedule, um, I'd be happy to do it, especially if it's something I enjoyed, like speaking engagements. But this is more of someone's like regular job they're looking to, to move away from. Yeah, and even like I'm in my personal life, on um, my partner's side, he's going through it personally. Oh, you actually want to bring that up? And then, well, no, I'm just saying that he's going through it too. And then I was going to bring up my friends online. And actually, uh, it actually it's a good way to bring it up because Janet does it all the time when people call for a career and like they're they're a little older and she's always like, "You're going to have a change come December." And I'm just like, "Why do you change of what?" They're like, "A career. You're going to. I see you more of this." And I'm just like, "But they've lived their life." And I I think of it that way. I'm just and these are like people who are like 40, 50, blah 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 blah. So like they're in, they're set in their ways and probably already have a career. But online the other day, my friends in Ann Arbor. They're uprooting their whole life. I, they, have, they have like three dogs. Um, they've been together for like 10 plus years. One was a professor and one I believe is a dance instructor or a choreographer of some sort at the University of Michigan. Well, the one has accepted a job in New York. And so, and they're, I'm 36, so they're probably about 42, 40 is their age or a little older. Um, he's accepted a job of something totally different. He's going to be something, I told you, as a farm tech somewhere in New York. And they got a place in upstate New York. And they're literally just stopping what they're doing and moving. And his partner was quit his job. And they have a place. So the one partner has a job. The other one doesn't. So I guess he said he's going to look for a job while he's there. And, I, and it got me thinking with stuff happening on my partner's side because he's done something for so long and he's doing something that he's always passionate about and by no means is he anywhere near the age of the other ones but like i thought of it this way because i always wanted to be in radio but i never pursued it until like i was like 33 like it was always in my brain so i was like i always thought how late is too late to change a career like even my mom she was a registered nurse and then she turned 40 and was like, I want, I don't know if it's something she wanted something more laid back or more time to be with her kids who are growing because she had a little later in life. Mm-hmm. Like, she went from like a, a registered nurse who worked like 12 hour days and overnights to like being a assistant living person. So, like, at what age do you think you're like, oh, this is not what I want to do or do a career switch? Because I remember growing up, sorry to cut you off. No, I mean, you're fine. Growing up, it was always like, you go to high school, you look for a college. Whatever you want to do in college is what you do, and most people have most people have quote unquote in my generation are career by their time they're twenty five to thirty. Like for me, I just decided to be like I'm going to pursue it at thirty three. And for some people, they were like, "Why so late?" I even got it for some people in my family. Like, why are you doing this so late? You didn't really go to school for this because I went to school for theater and journalism. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh, "That's just not me." Um, as a couple of people commented on our Facebook post, um, there's dozens of factors mm-hmm. that you have to take into play. The first thing I thought of was if someone is going to do this in this situation, um, it sounds like the first couple you described has resources at hand where they can move and someone else can um, can leave their profession yeah. and look while the other person brings in some money. Mm-hmm. I think every almost everything has to do with family. Uh, oh, for sure, yeah. Family, where your connections are. I mean, Philip was able to uh, Philip was able to up and leave, and he had an. And that's probably the that's he, probably on the lighter side. It's probably like he just up and left. You know what I mean? He had an ascendant career mm-hmm. at Apple. Like he could have been running. He could have been in charge of that Apple store, <laughs> or maybe had his choice of another one opening up somewhere. And he's like, you know what? I'm. He could have been one of the TED Talk apples. He <laughs> all black. Tell you about what's coming up next. He's going to to chase love now mm-hmm. and see if his uh, engagement will work out over in London. So I, I really think it's 
obviously it's what the person mm-hmm. wants and what will be fulfilling to them, um, but also what the life around them requires. If you've got kids, if you've got a, a partner who mm-hmm. m- maybe their finances play deeply into whether or not you can up and leave. And I'm not like, and then I'm, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want it to come off as like, you're too old to change a career. Like I'm all about bettering yourself. It just threw me for a loop because I worked in Ann Arbor at the nightclub and I knew, I got to know these guys very well and they were very well off. Like they were like, they were goals. Like mm-hmm. whether you're gay, straight or whatever, they are like couple goals. Like one had a profession, one had a booming profession. And then like all of a sudden I read one morning that, he put in his before this new college year starts. He's not returning as a professor, and he's they're moving to New York. And the one was like, "Yeah, I kind of just quit my job, and where I'm gonna go follow. I'll call them Jim. I'm gonna follow Jim up there, and I'll find a job up there while he's." And it's just one of those things. I'm like, "Wow, like at, you're just starting a whole new life." You know what I mean? Because like you had you're setting your ways, and for me, it just weighed heavy on me. I'm like, "Could I do it?" But I also think, like you said, you always think about the best option to better yourself you're like even you you even just said even i still think should i change something like and i i always have that dialogue but i never like put it to the forefront does that make sense like mm-hmm. i always go through the motions in my head like what i even post on facebook i feel like i should live in a bigger city i'm like oh, but i'm good here but like you go through those motions of actually seeing people do it from Stefan on my side um, to these this two couple and even janet telling people you're gonna have a career shift and I don't know if I could personally do it because, like, I waited so long to, like, actually pursue my career in the radio media field. But who knows? Like, when I turn 40, like, maybe this isn't for me. And only 40 is only four years away from me. But you don't have kids and you have a smallish family. So you don't have things tying you down. So where I wish I had – I wish my – my bipolar stuff allowed me to take more advantage of all the free time and independence that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but often it, it keeps me from doing it. I was just telling a friend the other day, I was like, I have more free time than, than any person <laughs> should really right. want. And I just wish I had a, a better way to be more constructive with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we wanted to, we could go do what Philip did. So yeah. I would just have to and I lo- And I love it. I love when people's like, I'm bettering myself. I'm like... But are you? It depends. But, but that's what you're here on this. That's what you're here for this earth. You're, you're you're here to either better yourself or help other people. I feel we're all put on this earth for a purpose. And who am I to tell you if you are 42 or 50 that you figured out your purpose? Just as long as you find your purpose on this world, I am here to elevate you and celebrate you. There's a quote from I think Picasso and Shakespeare that I used to start my TED talk from the TEDx Toledo a couple of years ago, which by the way, the first announced speaker for this year's TEDx. I saw that on Facebook. Is Jaden. <laughs> Come on, Jaden. I'm sure the I, I can't wait. I'm sure I the focus TED talk. Yeah, I'm sure the focus <laughs> of his TED talk will be about hard work and following your passion. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the quote when, okay. when we get back. And I just read it somewhere and I always flip it by accident. But if you and I d- decide to choose it, this is not it. And we are going to, whatever, uh, tell your mom and Tiana they're going to they're gonna have two dogs to watch over. <laughs> 621, there was a great piece of journalism in The Blade uh, done by, I think, one of the new writers for them who was down in Dayton yesterday. Uh, we'll get to that. And a great story about a little boy at Target in Perrysburg, Rossford next. In the city with a sun set. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Flint's got his papers. Um, 
This was an incredible piece of journalism, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I believe her name is Caitlin Durbin, and she is one of the uh, the new writers for The Blade. She was one of the many local uh, journalists down in Dayton yesterday covering things for us up here. And um, this is... Um, so, from her article, it's on the front page of The Blade today. I'm guessing it is. I saw it on The Blade news slide. Um, I'll give you some parts of it. A series of red flags prompted Caitlin Johnson to break up with Connor Betts, the man accused of killing nine people and wounding 27 others in the nation's most recent mass shooting. There were tip, there were trips to the gun range and his fascination, fascination with shooting sprees. His attempt to drop a strange, threatening letter off at home of an ex-girlfriend uh, concerns that he would hurt Johnson once she was ready to end their relationship. On their first date in mid-May, Johnson said he showed her body camera footage from the mass shooting at a synagogue. He bragged about how much he knew about such acts of violence. At the time, Johnson believed he took interest in the topic from a psychology standpoint. Um, They were uh, students at Sinclair Community College in Dayton. They would walk to class together. Uh, Do you know tragedies from every city? Johnson asked asked him by text. A fair bit of them, he said. Is that bad, he asked, tacking on an abbreviation for laugh my ass off. Little bit, she said. He called it totally normal. I'm just a fountain of joy and wonderful, not scarring knowledge, he told her. Um, The FBI, in fact, interrupted uh, Caitlin's interview with Johnson, uh, Caitlin's interview with the other Caitlin, uh, to speak to the ex-girlfriend about more about what she knew about uh, bets and there's just loads of nuggets mm-hmm. about um, what was going on in their relationship. Uh, you can think, should she have said something to an authority? And I'm like, I, I don't know. This I'm going to a- defend her for a second. I have been in a text message conversation with people, and you, it's a text message. You can't. This could have came off as like sarcastic, like she could, you know, what I mean, like that nonchalant LOL could have just been like, <laughs> okay. But like she said, she took it from a. Uh, psychiatric standpoint you know he he could have been a student like this is one of his assignments like hey did you know this and i'm a fountain of useless information like there's times that someone says something like well actually did you know this and like and i think back i'm like ooh, that could be misconstrued so i'm i'm with her like don't doubt don't don't attack her for not coming forward. Yeah, I hope you know they don't. I mean, I, mean I, I highly encourage. I mean, this, I don't know how you win a Pulitzer or anything, mm-hmm. um, but Caitlin pulled the Jaden by snagging <laughs> yeah. this interview with so his ex-girlfriend. Sure. I mean, there's so many fascinating nuggets in there. Like, as I was reading through it, um, like, I, I like a lot of, like, very violent, psychologically right. twisted things. Now, I've never gone so far, nor would I ever, to leave notes for people I've dated. Oh, yeah. Or I don't think I've anyone would ever feel uh, violently threatened by me. But let's be honest, I make a lot of, like, basement jokes. But that's all they that, are. But, right, and then that could have been her case here. But, like, this is one of those situations. The dots aren't connected until the action no. actually happens. And right. it's not her fault. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, I highly encourage you to read the rest of this article. It's a great piece of journalism. Uh, President of Toledo City Council has two challengers standing in the way of him finishing out his last term in District 2. Matt Cherry, a Democrat who's held the seat since 2014. He won his previous election in 15 by a landslide, 70% of the vote. His primary opponents next month are two political newcomers, Republican Abigail Sadowy, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and Green Party candidate Stefania Cech. I've never, uh, never been one to not finish what I started. Said Cherry, a sheet metal worker business representative. Check a current environmental student at Owens 
who has an associate's degree in commuter networking, said the biggest reason she got into the race is she doesn't believe Cherry has paid enough attention to the environmental issues, particularly the water issue. Um... Saddle 45, who has been endorsed by the Lucas County Republican Party, said she's not a typical politician and got into the race after she helped a friend run for a council seat and has learned the ins and outs of city politics. I said, mm. I said, that's something I, that sounds like something I'd be interested in. She's a stay-at-home mom of seven. She added she is in, involved in a lot in the city. She is involved in a lot? Apparently. But stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom wants to be council for society. I, it would certainly be a different perspective. I've never heard of you. Cool. Uh, community members got a chance to take a look at Whole Foods yesterday. Uh, there was a kind of an incorrect story, and it was up on our Facebook page. I got it from a WTOL reporter. Uh, tickets were were gone, not for, for the grand opening tomorrow, but to get a, a sneak peek. Uh, as people did yesterday, also there was a suggested donation of five dollars that would go to the arts commission. About four hundred fifty people showed up. There were tours from three until seven. Um, one person says, "I've known about Whole Foods for decades, so to see it actually come to Toledo is a breath of fresh air." That's Jim Klein. He said he used to have to travel all the way up to Ann Arbor, as many did, if he wanted Whole Foods. Now he can go down the street if he can get down Secor. The grand <laughs> opening uh, tomorrow will have music, complimentary refreshments, pastries, and gifts for the first two hundred customers. I'll. Yes. You will not find me anywhere near there for the first few weeks. Y'all go to Whole Foods so I can go to Kroger without it being busy. Thank you. Um, the Food Network uh, posted a list, and this is up on our Q105 Facebook Facebook page. Uh, Food Network, so so like some good credibility there. Mm-hmm. Best roost, rooftop restaurants in the country, and there are restaurants from every foodie city you could imagine mm-hmm. uh, columbus cleveland chicago places out west places down in the south near the atlantic ocean and uh little old toledo made that list thanks to the heights yes head to the 12th floor of the renaissance hotel for the heights sweeping views of toledo and the maumee river down below cozy up on an oversized on oversized cushions with a cocktail in hand to take in the vista or munch on creole spice chips with green goddess dip or fried pickles with pickled garlic aioli alongside modern fire pits mm. if i'm not mistaken um if there are any city cities that are smaller on that list than toledo they are destination resort mm-hmm. cities nothing like toledo that's so awesome that was a neat little honor and uh lastly a cool story about cooper rickman this is also in the blade today cooper just turned five he is a big fan of target and for his birthday the only thing he wanted was to go to target um his mom hooked him up with a a party at Target, where he was uh, an honorary employee for the day. That's awesome. Uh, Target employees at the company's Rossford store hosted a birthday party for um, Connor, uh, for Cooper and his family. He got a name tag, goodies, and employee discount. He also participated in Target-related activities such as stocking the shelves, playing in the toys, electronics, and party supplies section, and using a store walkie-talkie. Ever since he was little, he wanted to work at Target. His mother said it's because he loves to shop. That's awesome. Very, very cool. He got to work there for a day. She gets the Mom of the Year Award. That's awesome. Uh, That's I think awesome. she's also a photographer, so he will have pictures oh, for yay. a lifetime. And his mom obviously got something out of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. 6.40 on the morning reboot. Man, it is a quiet day in entertainment i know i'm looking and i'm just like i'm pulling teeth over here so thank god r kelly is is the gift that keeps giving (laughs) the criminal that keeps supplying us with charges that will be on the way before seven o'clock 654 good morning it's 
The Morning Reboot on Q105. We are in store for a very stormy afternoon. Gusty winds, heavy rains, all that stuff. So enjoy what we have now. It's Eric and Floyd. The Morning Reboot. You can text the show, 419-240-1055. This morning, uh, if you've got to step away from us, make sure you're back for Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. It will be Jeep-themed for prizes around 8.15 and a panel full of ladies shortly after that also uh earlier this morning we were talking about changing careers and when is the time to do that potentially and what do you have to take into account before you make that decision if you're 18 and up you can uh go work at manette manette and you'll see me at least two times a week is that the place that just has the marshmallows from the lucky charms yes yeah at heather downs Mm -hmm. and whatever that room is that's not glendale no that's not glendale you sure? Wait. Well, that's it's on Glendale. Yeah. Oh, I have my roads messed up. Sorry, yeah. But yes, they sell bags of marshmallows. Do you want them? <laughs> I do. Give me some. Go work there. No. Ooh. I, it says they're hiring, and I can only imagine because their current, their current workforce is headed back to school soon. You got to worry about that with me. Hire me on the spot. Um, R. Kelly's been charged with a sex crime against an underage girl in Minneapolis in 2001. The allegation follows a total of 18 counts of serious sexual misconduct and other charges brought against him last month in Chicago and New York. He's charged with two counts of engaging in prostitution with an individual under 18 and offering to hire for sexual purposes. Uh, According to the Hennepin County, that's where Minneapolis is, Hennepin County State Attorney, the victim, an autograph seeker, was paid $200 to have sexual relations with the musician at his hotel in Minneapolis. The victim was under 18, but at least 16 years old at the time, uh, and specifically the incident involved dancing and sexual contact. He, uh, the state's attorney noted there was no sexual intercourse, though. Uh, Kelly's attorney, Steve Greenberg, tweeted in a response, new, new charges at R. Kelly. Give me a break. This is beyond absurd. <clears throat> Why is he paying, allegedly, paying for ladies? Like, is it your R&B singer? There's like groupies throwing themselves at you. Like, Get there's off. willing participants to play with you in a bedroom setting, and I'm sure m- majority of them are very attractive women. Like, like, it's what turns why are on. you paying for kids? what turns him on. And I hate the report that says, well, at least she was 16. No, no, no. That's well, still that, a, that, that's just, you know. I'm just saying, like, it's still a child. Right. But, I mean, it, it, it it's the way I worded it. The victim oh, okay. was, un, was under 18, but at least 16 years old at the time. I'm not condoning any of no, that. No, 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 no. Means, no I'm but, not saying it's coming I'm just saying, like, I will say, you, you, you're an R&B singer. There are literally women and men probably throwing themselves at you <laughs> at any time of the day, given. People have weird like, kinks, and some of them are very illegal <clears throat> and morally disgusting. He's gross. Um, do me a favor. Yeah. If I'm ever in trouble, like, to that degree, um, it won't happen. But, I mean, the, me being in trouble to that kind of degree... Don't have my lawyer tweeting things, please. Also, for someone who claims that he's broke, we all saw the Gail King interview. He has no money. Who's paying this lawyer? Because this lawyer is loyal. Might not only get paid. Might not get paid till um, he's uh, innocent or guilty. I don't. I don't know. Mm. Um, the Little Mermaid live has returned to life. This is not the movie. This is Little Mermaid live. Did you know about this? Um, I think it's based on the Broadway version. Okay. Um, I can't pronounce 
someone in the cast name. Moana. That she <laughs> just say her. Moana. <laughs> uh, she'll play Ariel, and Queen Latifah said to play Ursula and Shaggy from It Wasn't Me. Is it going to be Sebastian? Yes. <gasps> so this was first announced in 2017, then it got shelved. The project is from the wonderful world of Disney and ABC and will feature live musical performances, the cast interwoven into a broadcast of the original feature film. Dubbed a never-before-seen hybrid format, the show will feature beautifully intricate sets and costumes with music from the original, and The Little Mermaid Live will air Tuesday, November 5th at 8 o'clock. Okay. You into this? I- I'm into it, but I also am a consumer. <clears throat> Wouldn't this? <clears throat> like, if I see it live on TV, I'm not going to want to see the movie. Was Queen Latifah in one of these before? No, she just did, um, <clears throat> it was a, mm, mm, mm. remember back in the day, they were like celebrating the anniversary of some Disney thing and they all were characters and she okay. was Ursula in the picture. Okay. Yeah. Seems like she's attached to a lot of these live shows. She did The Wiz, but that was a few years ago. So, okay. That's so she's what been I doing, she's done like the live theater stuff, yeah. They needed a veteran of someone who's, who can do this live and she was <laughs> it, right? I guess. Um, next Shaggy up. Shaggy is Sebastian, though. Good for him. That's everything. Um, Ariana Grande might have a new boyfriend or at least be dating. Several media outlets are reporting that she's dating Mikey Foster of the music group Social House. If that sounds familiar, it's because that's who's on her new song with her. The duo has been uh, seeing each other for a while, according to Page Six, adding that fans began suspecting that Ariana and Mikey were dating after the music video for Boyfriend was released last week. That's her latest single. Uh, Ariana and Social House also collaborated on Thank You Next and Seven Rings. The Blast reported that Ariana and Mikey don't have boyfriend-girlfriend status, but said their friendship has taken a passionate new turn in recent months. You know how I feel about Lil Wayne, right? Like, what does he look like? Uh, you need to wipe that stuff off your face. What's on my face? My face? Lil Wayne. Oh! No, he looks like a cockroach. Yes. This man looks, looks like, like a, Lil a Wayne, baby cockroach. Looks like a Lil Wayne impersonator. <laughs> he does, because I had to Google him. I said, I have never heard of this group or this person. I looked him up and said, oh, you're like Lil Wayne's baby. Does he look like that ex-extension guy? Light skin. I, I guess you could see, like, maybe the younger generation thinks he looks like him, but, like, for me, that's that's Lil Wayne Jr. Yeah. That That's that's, that's can, legit. Can, I think Lil Wayne's a junior anyway. That's Lil Wayne the third. <laughs> look, I don't want to question anybody. Like, the, the, I can't get behind it. Can we? Can we? I, I don't want to question like who she dates because it doesn't affect my life. In fact, mm-hmm. the, the more wild and outrageous it is of a person, the more news we have, the more content we have. But could we go on a search and find her like a normal dude? I don't think that. I just looked him up again. I, I think the closest thing she had to like quote unquote normal was Pete Davidson. No, I would. I would seemingly Mac Miller would be nor, more normal than that. No, she needs someone not in the business. But yeah. I guess he's. She like it. I love it. I'm not gonna. You know, I love her. So. Do what Britney did. Date your bodyguard or your manager. At least they're not famous. Or 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 there's nothing wrong with being single. Absolutely not. <laughs> Seven oh two with the morning reboot. She's we have uh, moved up our usual eight o'clock hour fun with Jeffy McGee, and it's on the way in less than fifteen minutes. Q- 
The Morning Reboot. Um, we're going to bring in our friend Jeff and me, Gene, in just one second. It's Eric and Floyd. Uh, if you are just joining us and didn't hear earlier this morning, uh, I told Floyd and everyone listening much earlier in the show, some bad news about my friend Franklin. Mm-hmm. So if everybody would cross their fingers and if you want to hear what's what's up with that, I really encourage you now would be the time to, to get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055 to get up to speed on that. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> This needs to happen more often. That's what we are. For the first time ever, our friend Jeffy McGee, our pop culture superhero, is here with us during the 7 o'clock hour. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, guys. How are you holding up today? I'm awake now. I'm glad I was able to inject a little bit of enthusiasm into your morning. Thank you very much. It, it was... It was this. Yeah. <laughs> Did you actually see uh, Detective <clears throat> Pikachu? Yes, twice. What, what, okay, so you enjoyed it. I, I take it. it. Okay. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it was one of those rare movies based upon a video game pr- property that the fans of the property actually really did seem to enjoy, which mm-hmm. was really cool to see because ultimately it's hard, it's hard to satisfy that group yeah. more than anybody, so Although especially was, Pokemon fans. Uh, our friend Jeffy McGee is here. He is our pop culture guru. We are going to play the trailer game, and then shortly after that, Jeff's got a lot of things for us to download, stream, and play, none of which... <laughs> I promise will lead to any violence. Not Whoa. this week. No, we're not we're not we're not going in that direction, but we are talking about Jeeps. Yes, indeed, since it is Jeep Week, we are going to focus on the classic car from our area and look at its impact on pop culture because there are obviously quite a few prominent Jeeps in movies. If I had expanded this to TV shows, I could have gone even further with that, but I decided to keep it only to movies. Thank you very much. And so we're going to be looking at you know movies with Jeeps in them prominently. So, uh, Floyd, you came out. You're coming off actually a very dominant win last Thank week. You. Yeah, you. you you successfully conquered the Rock. <laughs> uh, but now, could uh, Eric? Reclimb over that rock in a Jeep. Probably an all-terrain vehicle. I drive a Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> you are un-American and un-Toledo, and Floyd. So, well, no, you can't be un-American if you're driving a if That's you're right. driving a Floyd. Yes, yes. A Ford, absolutely. All right, so <laughs> Floyd I'll drive Focus. a Floyd. Focus. <laughs> All right, we'll do I won't our go. Best. I won't. I won't go into any more detail on that one. Another joke came to mind that I'm not going to take. Okay, so let's start with number one on the list, please. Since the beginning of time. Jurassic Park? Very well done. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? <laughs> it was a very, very, very long time until you finally got to Richard Hammond saying, I own an island. And I think when you got to there, you probably oh, would have been more... I wouldn't have got that either. Really? I would have been like... Well, he would have to say, literally say, welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's... For you to get yeah. <laughs> or yeah, Oh, yeah. Everybody knows Which, that music. Was that... Was it the... Did they have like Jeeps? Or, Pretty much like, all the major cars you saw in that Jeeps? movie were Jeeps, yes. Okay. And especially while they were T-Rex driving on, steps on it. Yeah, that was the yeah. Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then okay. and then uh, they make their escape in a Jeep. Basically, I think a lot of that just because you know being open topped, it made it a lot more action sequence heavy mm-hmm. and friendly. So, but it also makes sense as, a, as an all terrain vehicle for that type of environment. So, Eric, one, Ooh. Floyd, nothing. We go to number two on the list, please. It can only be described with one word. Yeah! Yeah! Floyd by a hair. 
Dukes of Hazzard. That's Dukes of Hazzard. Yes! I was like, That was Dukes of Hazzard from 2005, the movie version. And, of course, prominently in that one, Daisy Duke in the movie and the TV show drove a Jeep. Do you remember what what her call sign was? Are you ready, Boots? Bo, no. Oh. <laughs> no, Bo Peep, thank you very much. Uh, but of course, in the movie, she was played by Jessica Simpson, who of course sang... Are you ready, Boots? <laughs> that horrible cover. <laughs> that may have been one of the worst covers that ever charted, yeah. thanks to... She sounds so... Thir- yeah. Like, her voice sounds so dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll keep moving, Jack. All right, so, Floyd Nurk, tied at one. Let's go to number three, please. Faster than fast, quicker than quick. I am lightning. Cars? That's cars. Oh! <laughs> Very well done, Floyd. <laughs> Floyd, two to one. Do you remember the Jeep in that one? GP. No, there was a car named Sarge who oh. was a military vehicle. Oh, he was. He had like the little yep. real mustache. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Paul, played by Paul Dooley, who is a long-standing character actor, and he's actually one of the oldest people to ever appear in a Pixar movie. Nice. So, All right, so Floyd, two. Eric, one. We're going through Jeep movies or Jeeps in movies. We go to number four on the list, please. Steven Spielberg presents a Robert Zemeckis film. Martin back leads an future. order. That is Back to the Future. And mm. yes, I know they did not go back in time in a Jeep, but do you remember in a particularly prominent scene very early in the movie where Marty is skateboarding and he skips on a bunch of different cars and the lawn he stands on the longest is a, I bet Jeep. It's a Jeep. Yes, it is. Ah! <laughs> Never saw it. Uh, what? Are you kidding me? We, yeah, uh, Jeff, we've been doing this for years now. You know, I've, I think you know that I've not seen that one. No, I did not know that. No, you always are successfully able to get the clue, but I can't believe that you've never seen it. We're going to have to we we're do a trailer game of, ga- of movies we've never seen. Like, just start jotting <laughs> them down, and one day we're like, here are all the movies you've never seen. All right, so we have a tie, two to two, and we go to number five on the list, please. So, okay. Like right now, for example, the Hades. This is clueless. That's clueless. Very well done. Dee and Cher shared a Jeep together. Yeah, yeah Cher drives a Jeep. Yeah. She, she drives it through the entire <laughs> movie. And again, I think it just might be a, a factor that you know, it's since it's open tops, it makes it for a lot more cinematic uh, views while they're driving. So, but Cher, Alicia Silverstone's character in the 1995 film, drives a Jeep the entire time. I remember that. So, Floyd, three. He can guarantee a win with one more as we go to number six on the list of Jeep in movies. It terrifies most scientists. But for a Twister. new breed, well done. Well, <laughs> is it just the wind that gave that no. away? <laughs> I gotta go. We got cows. <laughs> That's my favorite line. That was a weird moment in that movie. That, 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 that of all things, gets the biggest laugh in all of Twister. It's so seeing true. a poor cow get you know flown through the air like that. But anyway, so good job, Floyd. All last, right, so that was 1996, one. and we'll see if, if Eric can at least get a pride point. As we go to number seven, I had to put this in. That's MASH. That's MASH. Of course I had to put MASH in there. Even though it was the original movie, I had to put MASH in there somewhere because ultimately MASH is tied to Toledo just as much as Jeep is. Very well done, Floyd. A second week in a row of a dominating victory. I am impressed. That was very well done. To be a Golden State Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. Jeff, did you Google movies with Jeeps in them? Yes, I did. And I found that there are actually several Jeep dealerships with prominent points of their website that go over famous movies with Jeeps. And so that's where I got a lot of this information for this week's list. (laughs) Jeep uh, Jeep Fest this weekend. When we get back, Jeff's got things to stream, download, and play on the way on the Morning Reboot. (laughs) 
traffic. 7.35 on Q105. It's the morning reboot. Eric and Floyd, our pop culture superhero, Jeffy McGee, is here. Uh, we've got some things to watch, download, and stream in just a second. Floyd, can I, do you want to tell everybody what the Manic Music Mix uh, missing song yesterday was? Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran, which no one's ever heard of before. Stop, stop. <laughs> oh, I got I, rid of it. Um, I, I moved it off, but no, it's it's this song. Not by Coldplay. <laughs> Stop! 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 Um, Jeff, we've got a we've got a new month here, so lots of new things have arrived on Netflix and other streamers. Uh, what can I uh, throw away a weekend with, or a couple hours? Well, you can throw away an entire weekend if you'd like coming up this coming weekend, because on August 9th, the new season of Glow, Glorious Women of Wrestling, season three, it's on Netflix coming up very shortly. Um, I believe it or not, since I'm not a Netflix subscriber, I've never actually seen Glow, although I've heard excellent things about it so anybody who wants to check out the new season or catch up on the previous ones those are all be available right now except for the new season which starts on august 9th uh for old school fans who want to have a little bit of nostalgia for the good old days where carrie samantha and their ilk were at the peak of pop culture <laughs> the sex in the city original movie just got added to netflix um i've heard that the movies are not nearly as good as the series that inspired them but there's still a lot of nostalgia in there for for longtime fans and now people. they all hate each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh reaching back in it for 90s nostalgia do you remember this movie Speaking of Pride Month and You Will Do Better in Drag, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, is on Netflix as we speak. For those of you who have not seen it, it is a actually absolutely wonderful movie mm. with, um, um, uh, see, who, what's our cast list Patrick here? Swayze. Patrick Swayze. John uh, Leguizamo. John, and um, Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes. As the darkest drag queen all, you've ever seen in your life. All in, all in drag for, in their characters for the entire movie. It is wonderful. You definitely have to check it out if you've never seen that one. On Amazon, meanwhile, reaching back for some uh, early 2000s action that uh, was based on a TV series, SWAT. Do you remember SWAT? This was the one with Samuel L. Jackson. And Colin Farrell. Yeah, and Colin Farrell, yeah. So it, it, was, it was a really, it was kind of a weird action movie, but it, as a fun choice for early summer months. And if you want to get a little scared, uh, as we're getting ever so close to the Halloween season. Got a couple new horror movies on there. My Bloody Valentine, which is the one, the remake from early 2006, which had the gentleman from a a show with a lot of Toledo connections. One of the stars of Supernatural is Mm. the lead of that one. I can't remember his name. We just found out about, well, I just found out about that yesterday. You didn't know about the Toledo connection? No. Oh, yeah, Eric Kripke. In the show, uh, The Boys. He's he's the creator of The Boys, yep. They're in Sandusky. There's a Muthenge shirt and mm-hmm. then somebody told me that Kripke is from yep. Ohio and then Toledo and then we just read yesterday because Supernatural is finally ending mm-hmm. soon that he was in charge of that so mm-hmm. quite, and, yeah, quite I had, actually had a chance to interview him a few months back and he talked about the always includes a lot of references to Toledo in most of the things that he does because nice. he's a old school Toledo town boy so it was really cool to see him finding such success in Hollywood and also reaching back to 1967 over 50 years ago but it's one of the more iconic horror films of its time, Rosemary's Baby, which predated even The Exorcist by a few years uh, as a demonic possession type story. But if you 
wanted to check out something from the classic environment, there you go. On Hulu, I wanted to give a shout out to Big Fish, which is one of the movies that uh, Tim Burton made in the early 2000s. Do you remember that one? I was laughing because the first thing the baby shoots out. Yeah. <laughs> a Big Fish or Rosemary's Baby? No, no a Big, Big Fish. Fish that time. <laughs> if that had happened in Rosemary's Baby, it would have been a very different movie. But, <laughs> but Big Fish, uh, also, uh, if you're looking for comedy, uh, Meet the Parents is on Hulu as we speak, if you wanted to check that one out. I've yeah. seen that one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we finally found the little sliver of the Venn diagram of movies that Eric has seen has been hit in this week's episode. I've got nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> And also a movie that was a comedy when it came out, but it's increasingly becoming a documentary with how much modern society is, is reflecting it. Idiocracy is on Hulu right now. It's a movie about, uh, well, let's just put it that uh, it kind of presaged the rise of Trump in modern politics. Okay. All right. Uh, Netflix family picks. For those of you looking for things to watch with the kids, the third season of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, Saw which that. means it's already overpassed the original animated series for a number of episodes produced but you can check that out on uh, Netflix now on Amazon here's a really weird movie from way back when Furry Vengeance do you remember this the Brendan Fraser movie where he plays a real estate developer and the oh. the home that he's trying to sell gets overtaken by by animals yeah I do rem- I don't <laughs> think of it like Home Alone but with animals instead of Macaulay Culkin and you basically okay. have the basic concept of Furry Vengeance and another one that's it's not quite on the high quality scale, but it is a family pick that just started on Hulu. Zookeeper. Do you remember Zookeeper? Kevin James? Yes. From early 2000s with a lot of celebrity voices as the animals. He took the gorilla to Red Lobster. Basically, basically, <laughs> basically they made Night at the Museum and somebody said, what else can we have come to life after yeah. hours that will, that, and, and somebody said, let's a make it a zoo, let's zoo? Put, and let's give the, the lion the voice of Sylvester Stallone and we'll be good to go. And Maya Rudolph's the giraffe and she's hilarious. <laughs> I remember. All right. And a couple of other things for you to check out on Video On Demand. I want to give a shout out to the movie Long Shot, which is the new uh, Seth Rogen comedy, which is available for rental right now with uh, Charlie Theron as the presidential candidate. It's supposed to be very, actually pretty good. And so you want to check that out. And on uh, the video game side, I want to give a shout out to Guacamelee, the one-two punch collection, which is both Guacamelee's one and two. They are excellent side-scrolling action games if you haven't had a chance to check those out. Unfortunately, the new collection is about 40 bucks for both games and you can get them piecemeal individually much cheaper than that so instead of picking up the collection i would highly recommend just waiting for sale and as soon as you see that price go down grab it because it is they are both well worth your worth your time what system was that thing originally it was on, on? it was originally on playstation 3 and okay. xbox uh, one or pardon me X, uh, xbox 360 now it's on xbone and uh ps4 and now the switch i think also on pc so basically whatever you have you, you play on you'll be able to find this this series it is well worth checking out and out in theaters this week because we skipped it this week in lieu of the Jeep theme. Mm-hmm. Dora? Dora the Explorer has a movie coming out this weekend. And <laughs> Dora. <laughs> what? Well, here's the thing. is that It's the, like Baby Tomb Raider. And, I know. Well, <laughs> and, and a lot of the early like uh, people that have read like the novelization, yes, believe it or not, there are people who read the novelization of the Dora. Apparently, at least in those forms, 
it's a very self-aware movie. It knows how ridiculous it is that they made a Dora movie, <laughs> and it features Dora turning to the audience and asking him to to speak after her in Spanish. Of, Does absolutely. it really? Yeah. And, and there's a long pause while the other characters look at each other like, "Who is she talking to?" <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in. So so <laughs> if if the movie has gone that way, then maybe they've got something, which will definitely be parody parodied in Deadpool three. Right? Oh, so, oh, certainly. <laughs> oh, certainly. Yes. Dora's not the only one that can talk to the audience. <laughs> 743, Jeff, thanks for hanging out. Thank you as always. We've got more to come, including Taylor dropping more Easter eggs and a great story about one of our target locations here before 8 o'clock. It's very likely she's dating one of the dudes who helped produce uh, her latest single boyfriend, Social House. Um, His name would be Mikey. Oh, is it Mikey? It's Mikey. Good morning, it's the morning reboot on Q105, 756, Eric and Floyd. Uh, what's your over-under? When will be the first time I go to the Whole Foods? Yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grand opening tomorrow. I'm not a week, a month. I'm a month. After like the, the, the hype of it dies down a bit. Yeah. 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 Is it like an all, is it like an organic store? Like why are people freaking out about it? I don't know much about it's it. It's high quality. I've never been. Okay. I've just heard and I've seen videos and I've read about the products and I've always been, I've, from what I've read, um, I'm like, I don't want to pay all, I don't want to pay for the whole, like, you know, uh, when you buy a MacBook, yes. you're paying for that logo. Yeah, legit. Um, <laughs> I don't need that with my food, so I've so always been it is, Team Trader Joe's. I will say, what's is there a difference between the two? Or Trader Joe's is a lot less expensive. Okay. So I couldn't tell you, but a month seems safe. But you know me, I love the food shop. So I want to go to Trader Joe's because I like making homemade pizza, and my coworker tells me they have cauliflower crust. You can make that yourself. Yeah, but it's already <laughs> laid out for me. <laughs> uh, the the Bachelorette story was just not going to end. If you've not seen, Tyler Cameron's been on two dates mm. with Gigi Hadid. So people were freaking out uh, over that. Um, Hannah Brown did some talking to the Television Critics Association over the weekend, and they asked her about his being seen with Gigi. Uh, I have feelings, but I'm also single, and he's single, and I want to keep my options open, and he can keep his options open as well. Um, as for her night with Cameron, because they they connected on a date, she said they had a great time. We definitely hung out and talked about everything. I know nobody will believe me about just about hanging out and actually talking, but it was good to be able to catch up. We had a lot to talk about. Um, it was a lot like the pair's fantasy suite date, but... Mm. And actually, looking at pictures of him, meh. There's nothing meh. Like the old line says, like you'd kick him out of bed. Not my type, probably. You'd still kick him out of bed? I sure would. You you know how I roll. I would. I sure would. Uh, She said again, we're trying to figure out how we feel. I don't know where he's at with wanting to be on The Bachelor. He's, He's obviously a very likely next candidate. But being with Gigi Hadid might disrupt that. I think he has his options open as well. And if The Bachelor is one of those options, then I guess I'll support him if that's what he wants to do. Um, she's not necessarily to jump into serious dating or a relationship. I'm single and people slide into my DMs if they want to. But I just got out of an engagement and dating 30 men. Dating is not really my sole focus right now. Then why did you even go on that show, girl? Uh, you know what? To Whatever. get more followers. It is what it is. But how is this show still pumping? Like People love this show. This past season, <laughs> I was like, well, then you have Colton the season before jumping over a fence because all the pressure of the women at the vagina. I was like, girl, calm down.
Uh, so there was something I read with Taylor Swift within the last month or so. Or, and we did it on the air, how she really got hooked on Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and she really liked how Game of Thrones dropped Easter eggs or hints yeah. for things in the past that might have happened, and she's tried to incorporate incorporate that into the marketing of her projects. And she might have done that again with an Instagram post, leading some people to believe that she's got a song lined up with Selena Gomez and Katy Perry. Not just an appearance, like Katy was the hamburger? Yes, yeah, she was the hamburger. So there's a new Instagram post and Taylor's wearing a lot of bracelets or someone's wearing a lot of bracelets. And one of them says cat. Now that could just be Taylor's affinity for cats. Right. Um, or in the upcoming role in the in the musical she has. Somebody theorized that it's for Katie Cats, which is what Katy Perry calls her fans or what mm. they call themselves. There's another one that says fearless. Uh, which is something that Selena often refers to, but of, of course, Fearless is also the title of Taylor's second album. But if anything, she's getting people to talk in a very Game of Thrones esque style, where you know there's Reddit investigators all over. I'm, I'm on the post right now. I see it. Um, one last, uh, not entertainment story, but a good story. And there's been so much bad news over the last couple of days, and this is a good story that happened right here. Uh, happy fifth birthday to Cooper Rickman. He loves to shop. He loves. To to shop at Target. So for his birthday, his mom, Hannah, spoke to uh, the people, I guess, at her Target, the one in Rossford, the one in Rossford, mm-hmm. Perrysburg, on Route 20, and he was a Target employee for the day. Um, the store hosted his birthday party. He got a name tag, goodies, uh, an employee discount. He also participated in um, Target-related activities such as stocking the shelves, playing in the toys, electronics, and party supply se- section, and using a store walkie-talkie. His mom, Hannah, is also a photographer, so she got to document the whole experience. But that is that's a- so cool. He's going to remember that for the rest of his life. Like That's so cool. I like things like that. Whereas, like, um, gender reveals, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think a lot of people I got tired of those. those. They I became, like when they go wrong, <laughs> to be honest. Like, they got way out of control, mm. and there were fires. I like unique, inventive ideas like that, that aren't even all that imaginative. The kid loves Target. He loved being there, so his mom's like, hey, can he work there for <laughs> What a great idea. And not even to be funny, a, five, a five-year-old birthday party is so expensive because it's like one of those milestones. I'm sure she kind of was just like, I'm saving money. My child's having a great day. I'm getting enjoyment out of seeing him happy. He's go- he's loving it. You know he's going to happy. He's going to be like, he probably got home and was like, Ma, remember that one day I scanned those Pringles? And she was like, yes, baby, I do. And he probably just will love this for the rest of his life. And I love the fact that I read about this in in The Blade, and I didn't find it anywhere on social media. Because so much of, of what happens now is because of some somebody did something for they did it for the gram, mm-hmm. or they did it for social media, and I'm glad that I, I came across this from a news source as opposed to social media right. shoving it down my throat because someone wanted that kind of attention. Right. I think there was one picture that I saw in this mm-hmm. article, and it was it was Cooper in the in the little Target uniform in and the I'm red sure, shirt. Sure, she was like a, a mom too, and she was like, "Well, I don't know if we can do that." Well, I'm really, you know what I mean? I'm sure she went out just to be like, "Hey, my son," and someone I was like, "That's a great idea." Like, like you said, without like the media hoopla, like it's just the kid who just wants to walk up and down the aisles, acting like a manager, putting M and M's where they need to go, hanging clothes on the rack. Like that's that's a wholesome story that I think we need, especially with 
what's going on in the world. And I, I do encourage more people to do less things for social media and just kind of go enjoy the experience. Like mm-hmm. I challenge you to go do something that you would normally instantly post to share. Instead, just kind of soak up the moment and enjoy it. Like leave your phone at home for like 30 minutes. I don't do minutes. that. Well, leave it at, like if you're going for a walk somewhere, leave. I don't here, and I don't. I don't care. What if, if you're feral hogs a... come after you? <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Um, you should look up why feral hogs is being so much discussed <laughs> over the last day. It's eight oh three with the morning reboot. G Fest is this weekend. Um, zoo tickets. Yeah, we have zoo tickets to give away. Mm-hmm. Let's get you to the zoo. Tacos and trivia Tuesday. Jeep themed next. Q one. Is that your favorite song ever? No. Close. But Little Nas X keeps his record going, by L- the way. Little bit after uh, number one again. <laughs> yep, 18th week, week 18. Little bit after 8.30. Panel ladies, but now this. <laughs> Nothing says Toledo like tacos, trivia, and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. Floyd's jiggling. <laughs> they were in unison. Um, four, is that Scott? Yes. All right, so Scott's lined up to play. We've got Jeep-themed questions that Scott or you have to get correct. If you want to uh, get in line in case Scott whiffs on these, 419-240-1055. They are all Jeep-themed questions because this weekend is Jeep Fest. Scott, hang on one second. We'll give everybody else a chance to, to call to compete with you. 419-240-1055. If you were wondering... I just came across this tweet and a story from Kate Snyder and Mike Siga from The Blade. Uh, in wake of the mass shooting uh, in Dayton, there will be extra officers from the Toledo police at Jeep Fest this weekend. Uh, Chief Crawl usually has 20 uniformed officers to patrol the event. Um, there will be another 10 uniformed officers for the event, along with plainclothes officers and police drones, will be on bicycles, will be on foot, will be in police cars, according to Lieutenant, Lieutenant Kelly Lenhart. And I know, obviously, you mentioned it yesterday, mm. uh, concerns for the ensuing weeks for the obvious reasons, if not obvious, uh, for pride. Yeah, because like, it, it, it's, it's, it's not just pride. Like There's a lot of stuff going around Toledo where a lot of people will be letting their guard down to have a good time. And, and there are some hateful people who want to kill gays. Well, that... Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's true. But like, and I'm just, yes, that's in my mind as a person who's hosting multiple events in the coming few weeks. But there's also other stuff. Well, look at the stuff in Dayton. It was just a random attack. You have the German American Fest and Jeep Fest this weekend. Yeah. So a lot of people are going out with a heavy heart with that in the back of their mind. But I'm sure they're going to bring kids and family members from out of town. So they're not trying to show the worry, but it's on everyone's mind. Don't let it stop you. Yeah. Um, hi, Scott. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Where are you? Uh, it, what, what truck is it again that you drive? Little Debbie. Little, De- little Debbie. Where Where are you in the Little Debbie truck today? I am. Uh, I'm over in Oregon right now. Okay. How do you feel about uh, competing? What's the word? Treats like Tasty Cake or Twinkies. <laughs> I have cousins named that. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I mean, everybody has their preference, I guess. Fair enough. Look at that. Sand enough for the thing. All right, Scott, here we go. Um, and Floyd would be happy to help you. <laughs> what year was Jeep founded? 
people from the Blade caught up with people who were downtown, which is our entertainment or mm-hmm. Oregon-type district from what happened in Dayton uh, over the weekend. Let's see. Uh, Shaniqua Graham was... With a friend by Fifth Third Field right across street. I would say, uh, shoot, they were asking people whether they're more concerned about things. I would say no. Uh, Grant said, when asked whether she feels any less safe being at a downtown bar after the Sunday mass shooting, I noticed more police presence downtown during bar hours. So I feel that if something like that would happen, they would be able to control it faster. Roy Lewis. Oh, Roy. 82, who is out for for a Monday beverage or whatever it frickers. He said he generally generally is not concerned with gun violence when visiting downtown bars as long as it's not dark. Another (laughs) older person, E.T., 59 of Lambert Bill, was having a drink at the Cock and Bull. Um, Also said he was not feeling threatened, adding, not right here, right now. Uh, the woman he was with, Angela Schultz, 45 of Erie. I know my sentence would be sentence. I know my senses would be heightened. This is the first time I'm really nervous about a potential gunman. She said it's starting to hit real close to home. And when uh, Trump accidentally said he gave prayers to Toledo victims, I thought, oh no, there's going to be a copycat. And this one stood out more than the rest for what we just, well, what I said so bluntly a couple of minutes ago. I don't feel safe anymore. Tom Anderson, 64 of Toledo. Ever since I heard the news from Dayton, I haven't felt safe. It's like people are going nuts. He spoke uh, while having a beer in the company of friends about 7.30 at Mojo's and Legends. We can't live in fear, people. <laughs> we, we just can't. And I get where people are like, I don't feel safe anymore. You, cannot, you can feel that way, but you can't live that way. Because if that's the case, everyone would just be hiding in their houses and take out every night of the week you you can't do that like i know it's on everyone's mind it's on my mind i when i wake up i'm like oh crap like you just said pride is next week i'm like it's all right next week i'm a black uh, gay i'm a black gay person and there are people out there who are idiotically hateful like, of they me hate me because of my color and then they find out i like dudes they're like oh you're a double whammy let me go home and get my gun <laughs> two points to gryffindor like i don't I, you can't live that way and i know it's easier said than none trust me it's easier to be like, I'm terrified. I'm going to stay inside. I know it sounds so you, you, trite and unimaginative, but I it, it apply, I go back to, to 9-11. I remember what was uttered repeatedly. You got you to gotta travel. You got to fly. Because right. if you don't, then then they win. And I, and I will say, they win if we stay home. And, and I know you're like, but there's a target on our back as soon as we walk out. Yeah, there may be, but there may not be. You can't live that way. And, like, I praise my mom for raising my sister and I to always have an open mind and to always forgive but never forget. You just can't live that way. And I know it's easy. I keep repeating myself. It's easier said than done. I get it. But you cannot live in fear, especially if you're in your own house, in your own neighborhood. How dare you pay rent to feel uncomfortable? Well said. And as far as, like, downtown stuff... Um, I we should get Dr. Andrea to answer this or another psychological professional. And, and, and this is what it is. That's what terrorism is. It's mm-hmm. it's more the mental aspect of it than sadly losing losing lives mm-hmm. because the over the weekend, thirty one people died, yeah. but thirty one million maybe have been frightened. Uh, realistically, when you go downtown, there's a better chance. There's far better chance of you being hit by a car because you're jaywalking or something, or you're doing something stupid while you're drunk and you winding up like in some serious, awful things. I know um, Neil deGrasse Tyson had to retract or apologize that. for his tweet the other night. And, and I read his tweet, and I, I, 
he was stating facts, and I, I don't think he should apologize. I get the insensitive of it, of it, but he was just stating facts, and people got down him so quickly. I think it's just because it was so fresh and new. Yeah, I but. agree. Uh, I think Trevor Noah went after him a little bit last mm-hmm. night, and he, I think, said what others other people have alluded to. Like, facts are facts, but it just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. The yes. humanity wasn't there. But and And I was so okay, and I retweeted his tweet the other night because I am maybe to a fault coldly and ruthlessly objective and there there are and now that we're we're a couple days away from it there are a lot lot more things to be terribly afraid of in your life that we have conquered um as opposed to the small chance of this happening mm-hmm. even though we now know that there have been more of these than there are days in the year at yeah. this point but really Whenever you get in your car, and you can you can apply it to when people were scared of planes crashing into mountains, yeah, and how how more how much more of a chance you have of dying in a car accident, and mm. you have a plane. Uh, yeah. there are more cars, but <laughs> right. but really, close your eyes, whatever you're doing right now, and think about. I'm sure on your commute to wherever you were going or wherever you will go later on, you're going to scratch your head and go, that person could have killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Or I'll see, we've all said it, see you on the news. When someone drives past you, like recklessly, you're like, I'll see him on the six o'clock news. Right, right. There are a lot of dangers that we have to mm-hmm. wake up and deal with every day, and we do. So to your point, don't let this stop us, and certainly don't pay money to, to, to be in yeah. fear. Very yeah. well said. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, now we chuckle because we're to lighten the mood up. Most like, most like tweet is back. We'll get to that. And um, uh, a show that I always say, I always preface things. If you like the things that I talk about, the TV shows that I mm-hmm. talk about, you'll like blank. A lot of people have given that back to me and said, I know you like this, so watch this. And this has been canceled. And, and Mariah Carey will be mm-hmm. singing a theme song before yes, nine. Will. 855. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa. wait, wait. Not yet, not yet. Like, we're happy that Most Like Tweet is back too, but hold on. Most Like Tweet does return to the morning reboot here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Q105, it's Eric and Floyd. You can get the, well, I'll tell you how to get the podcast in a second. Uh, some entertainment things to tap into real fast. R. Kelly's been charged with another sex crime, this time in Minneapolis. Also, Little Mermaid Live will now happen with Shaggy, the girl who voiced Moana, can't say her name, <laughs> and Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. That show that I mentioned, that I said, people have suggested I watch because they know what I like. Mm-hmm. The OA? Uh, yeah, I saw stills from it. I don't know much about it, but it seems dark and up your alley. So. Yeah, very very murdery, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I tried to watch it. It was very weird. And you, I think we've talked about this before, where you go, to, you go to watch a show and you're too much into your phone or you're just not in the mood to watch it because <laughs> you've really got to pay attention and you're like, that sucks. And you go back, you're like, oh my god, that was like that show was awesome. Yeah. Um, so the OA got canceled, and your boy, Lil Nas X. Oh, Lil, Lil Nasy spoke to GQ hype, the mag, the magazine's new digital first brand. I think they spoke to Odell Beckham Jr. last week. Mm. Uh, talked about coming out and then having a voice for the LGBTQ commun- community. We 
have to come up with a better way to say that. I've been stumbling on it for years. I got in trouble one time because I said the alphabet and people were mad at me and I stand by what I said. It's the alphabet. Since I came It's everyone. Out, it's pride. Love it. Since I came out, people have been coming up to me saying, you're making a way for us. He proudly shared, proudly shared with the out, outlet. His real name, Montero Lamar Hill, also shared his staunch in intent to be true to himself through his life and career no matter what. Live your life to its fullest potential and don't really care too much about what other people think of you. I used to say that cliche, but I never really lived it until now um speaking with the bbc breakfast he said he didn't have anything to hide and he kind of revealed that i'm gay i used to be that person being negative i'm not angry or anything because i understand how they just want that reaction so i'm just going to joke back with them so good for him mm -hmm. for owning it like that not caring what people think and being a voice for people yeah uh mariah carey is a voice mariah carey's back she she is actually going. She's tapped in to do the theme song for the new Black Off and mi Mix ish, Blackish and Mixish, Blackish and Grownish spinoff Mixish. I can't say those Mixish. Mix that's a lot of, that, issues. That's a lot of yeah. issues. Yeah, but she's tapped in to do the. Um, she co-wrote and she will be singing the theme song to it. So we'll see. Which is weird because a lot of sitcoms don't have theme songs anymore. Right. They kind of just do the da 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 and then blackish. You know what I mean? There's, like there's no theme song. There's not a more contemporary mixed artist or performer who could do that. She's mixed, right? She is mixed. Yeah. I think that's what kind of struck her eye. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because why else would you call her? Zendaya could sing it. She's still part of that Disney family. She has a good voice. Um, she must have called in a favor because Mariah is not really relevant. Oh, but she's doing it. I mean, whatever. But... There'll be a lot of somewhere that someone's dog just went crazy. That, I apologize. That was my Mariah Carey. That was a feral hog. <laughs> Did you find the original tweet? No, I did. Is it the alert one? No, no. So okay, okay. So this feral hog thing took off yesterday, kind of in an Area Fifty One type of way. So there was a Twitter conversation, and I can't tell who was trying to be a jerk or sarcastic or not, mm -hmm. but. It said, the guy said, like, hey, rural America, serious question. What do you do when 30 to 50 feral hogs storm your farm animals? Right. And off it went. <laughs> off it went. As stating, like, as, like, trying to find a justification as to why certain people need, like, high-powered weapons. Because mm -hmm. when those feral hogs attack, and the, the responses were absolutely hysterical. That's funny. I was reading some of them. I was like, I don't understand this, but I'm laughing. Yes, like, round them up and help help them, have them help us storm Area 51. Then I had to Google what a feral hog was, which looks like a wild boar in America. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, it's back. Let's do it. Oh no! Tweet, 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 tweet. They didn't like it, but they sure did tweet it. You don't need it. Oh. They didn't tweet it, but oh. they sure liked it. The morning reboot's most liked tweet of the morning on Q105. Let me start. Yeah, fire away. Oh, where to go? Where to go? I know it's all kinds of. Music. <laughs> Mine is from at Maurice Hines. <laughs> Baby chuckle. What's up, Maurice? <laughs> Maurice. You ever just want? You ever just wanted a bond that's tighter than C core between door and central? That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good Local. <laughs> um, this is from Gideon Turk. Um, let me tell you, folks, it's awkward when you're a dental student and you have a cavity. Mm, that's, that's. Do funny. they just? 
Do they just shame you at the dentist office then? Oh, can I tell you something? And don't people don't get mad at me. So my mom had a doctor's appointment back in the day, and the doctor came in and he had like a nub, like he was missing a hand. So and I was like, oh, you're a doctor. Now if he were a like, hand- I, no, I wanted to know what happened to his hand, but I didn't feel like I should ask a doctor how he lost his hand. You could, but I was like 13. But I was like, mm, right? Should, shouldn't he have seen that? And my mom was like, stop staring, Floyd. Now if he were a <laughs> Hand specialist, <laughs> it, w- it might be like the tweet, but I'm just saying, like, still as a 13 year old kid, I was like, Well, your doctor has one hand, or a prosthetic specialist. Well, you were young, maybe they weren't that good back then. Yeah, I don't know. I was an ignorant 13 year old. I was like, Oh, what are you gonna do? We, How are you gonna take a temperature? Like, most I, of us are. I thought, well, I'm just saying, I was, I was a 13 year old, I was an ignorant 13 year old, like, Um, he has to use a stethoscope and fill your pulse. What's gonna happen? And my mom was like, Shut up, I got that fashion book flip flop. I told you the dumbest thing I ever thought when I was uh, like a, a little kid, like six, seven, eight. Mm-mm. I thought when you touched a black person, you turned black. Are you serious? Yep. Wow. I was very imaginative. <laughs> How many people did you touch that year? I didn't like touching anybody. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to turn any color. I didn't want to turn any color. 902, it's time to get the podcast. You can text 419 240 1055. Text the word Eric to that and get the podcast. 